unstoppable kick-ass confidence. Are you ready? Welcome to the Raw and Unscripted Show with Christopher Roush, where we help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Now please welcome our host, Christopher Roush. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Raw and Unscripted with yours truly, Christopher Roush, the place where I help you overcome your self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. In today's episode, we're recording number 17, happy to say, already 17 episodes into the Raw and Unscripted program. Hope you guys are enjoying it. I love the feedback you guys are sending me and really appreciate everybody's input. One question I get quite asked quite a bit, and given the fact that I do so much, is Chris, how do you do it all? How do you find time to do everything? I mean, you got a full-time job, you're operating a secondary business, you've got a family, you take care of your fitness and your health, you seem to have a good time. How do you get it all done in one day? So today's episode is really focused on that because with everything else that I've been talking about in the previous episodes, it doesn't matter if we don't have the time or the resources to be able to achieve it. And one of the things I pride myself on is really how I schedule and structure my time to be most effective and also how I use technology and different things to make sure that I stay consistent and that I'm utilizing everything I can in my power to maximize my days. So that's the point of this particular episode. So we're going to get right really straight into the tips of what it is that I do. And the big cornerstone, the benchmark, the big aha really is calendar, right? So when you think about making an appointment with your doctor, making an appointment to go on vacation, making an appointment to go have dinner with somebody, something fun, whatever it is, when you put it on your calendar, what do you do? You make time for it, right? So you know if you have to be at a doctor's appointment at four o'clock, generally you know you're going to leave at 3.30, whatever it is, how much time it's going to take for you to get there, but you're going to be there at 3.30 and you know from 3.30 to whatever that you're going to be committed to do something, right? So that philosophy carries on with what I do in my particular day. So my biggest thing that I use is a calendar. I use a digital calendar. I actually operate it out of Outlook and I make sure that I can sync it and so I can always see what I'm supposed to be doing, where I'm supposed to be at a moment's notice. So I can literally pick up my phone, I can pick up my iPad, I can turn on my computer at work, I can turn my computer on at home, I can see exactly what's planned for my day, where I'm gonna be and what I'm going to be doing. So that's the point of this particular episode is to give you that inside look on how I do that and also give you some tips and tricks on how to maximize your, your productivity so that you really are kick-ass unstoppable. So let's just get right into it. The first thing I want you to do, and this is really important, is just take some time and decide and look at what and where you spend your time. Now, I did this exercise uh, a couple of times. I actually use Excel because I like to see a, uh, like a pie graph. And I just literally put in the time I go to sleep, the time I wake up, what I do when I get ready, my commute to work. Every single thing really is in there. The big group stuff like spending time with my family, exercising. So at that time, I really saw where I spent most of my time. And I found out that I had areas that I can clean up and focus more productively on the things that are going to serve me and move me towards my goals. I mean, that's, you guys have heard me say that question. Always ask yourself that question. Is this moving me closer to or further from my stated goals? And then if you make that answer to be true and you are moving yourself towards your goals, you're going to get there, right? But the first thing is to find out where we're at today. So I encourage you to sit there and look at, okay, how much time do you spend watching TV? How much time do you spend Uh, surfing social media? How much time do you spend shopping? How much time do you spend really doing things that are not moving the needle towards those goals? 
and then look for ways to eliminate them or use them as rewards, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. So once you have where it is that you spend your time, then you can construct a calendar that is sufficient and actually exponentially going to help you get to those goals and make sure that they happen. So uh, for me, like I said, I use Outlook and it can be synced anywhere. I can literally find out what my schedule is in a moment's notice. Now, here's the next important tip, and this is really critical. This has helped me so much, is that I color code major categories of what the things I am working on. So for example, red, anytime I have something that's colored red, I know that's obviously super important. So when I see things that are red, I know that when I look at my week in a view or my month in a view, I know I have certain things that are absolutely critical for me to accomplish or to a place to be at. So I color code anything that's super, super important in red. So I can easily see what's going on in that factor. The next step is green. So in my calendar, I use my calendar for both work and personal and everything else. So anything in green is personal. So if I'm just going to be going out for drinks with a friend, or if I'm going to be going uh, to the um, car store to get supplies or whatever it is, anything that's personal in nature, I put in green. It's not high priority. It's not business related, but it's just green. So I can see what things are personal because I know that in a sense, if I need to readjust something, I can readjust something that's personal. Blue, anything related to my business or my career. So at a moment's notice, I can look at my calendar and I can see what's blue. What do I need to attack today that's going to move me closer in my career or my business or both that is making time. So for example, if I'm working on a analysis at work, I will set aside two hours and it'll say analysis and it'll be in blue. So I know for those two hours, I am actually in my office, I'm closing the door, and I'm focusing for those two hours on that particular project so I can move the needle for further on that particular goal that I have stated. Yellow, health and fitness, super important, obviously. So anytime I'm doing something where I'm going to the health food store, or if I'm going to the doctor, or especially if I'm going to the gym, all of that is in there so I can see what is one of my major focuses is obviously my health, obviously doctor's appointments, whatnot, but I even take time to put in there for meditation, to take a walk, to relax, things like that. So anything health related, I code in yellow. So I know it's important that I have to take notice of that. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's an important enough fact that it's on my calendar. Um, purple, obviously we got to have fun and we got to relax. So you need to set aside time each week so that when you look at your calendar, you see some purple, you have something to look forward to. You're going to go out to dinner. You're going to play video games. You're going to do whatever it is that you do. Read a book, play music, um, fart off. I don't know. Um, play magic. I don't know. Whatever it is, purple, you need to have that on there. Why? Because you're going to be looking at the reds. You're going to be looking at the blues. You're going to be like, damn, I got a lot of stuff going on. I got a lot of important stuff. But hey, I'm going to a concert on Saturday night. Oh, yeah, I'm going on vacation in two weeks. You have those things to look forward to to get you through the muck and the mire of everything that you, quote unquote, have to do, which, of course, you know, I call it you get to do. Um, with that digital calendar system, I'm able to, like I said before, sync it. So I can see in a moment's notice what's going on in my system and what I've got to work on and focus on for the next day. Now, another thing that I want to talk to you about is create three to five goals that you are going to tackle. And we talked about goal setting, I think it was in uh, episode 12. So if you haven't listened to episode 12, go back and listen to episode 12. But what I want you to do is take three to five goals, major goals, and have them that you're going to put into your calendar. 
And what I want you to do also is to take those big goals and chunk them down into smaller steps. Again, I talked about that in episode 12 where we break those down. So set aside time for three to five goals. I prefer three now. I used to do five, but that was pretty much a little bit overwhelming. So three main goals that I want to accomplish and then break those down into tasks that you put on your calendar so you know you're tackling them. That is really, really important for, for moving the needle forward on your, your goals. Um, another aspect of all of this is communicate the calendar system and communicate what you're focusing on to your family and to your friends. Maybe not necessarily your friends, but at least the people you're living with so they know you're on a new path. You are committing your time specifically so that you are organized and you know what is ahead of you on your plate. And one of the things that me and my wife do is um, we have a calendar on the front of the refrigerator. So while we're having dinner, we're able to talk about what's coming up. What do you got going on? What do you got going on? So it's right there. And then also for important items, we send each other calendar invites. So for example, she's going out to uh, wine tasting with her mom and her sister-in-law in a couple of weeks. So she sent me in the invite. It's on my calendar for Saturday at one o'clock. I know I need to be watching Jackson. So then there's no, hey, I told you, or did you remember that? It just send the invite on the calendar whether it's Google calendar, whatever it is that you're going to use and send those invitations so that you both are on the same page and you both respect your time and it's not an unknown, right? So we don't want to have those types of things. So it's really super important to have those stated so that you can review them and you know exa exactly where your time is going to be spent and you can adjust accordingly. Okay. So another uh, time organization tip that I use is I create daily worksheets. And these daily worksheets, I print them off. And so I have them on my clipboard and every day I write down the day and what I'm going to be accomplishing that day. And really the first section is those three tasks, right? So I have three spots and under those, I have three lines of the subtasks that I need to tackle with that. So for example, if I'm going to be um, preparing for something, I know that these three things I need to get done in order to achieve that. So it kind of helps me stay focused and stay guided. And then I plug those into my calendar. <clears throat> Another section that I have in there is a section for repetitive tasks. So they're just check boxes on there that remind me to get the mail, to do, to take out the trash, to clean the pool, to get the laundry done, anything that's repetitive so that I know on a weekly basis or a daily basis that it just reminds me that I have to make sure I check those off. They may not be something that's necessarily on my calendar. I mean, checking the mail only takes a few minutes. Um, but again, it's just reminders for me to stay efficient and organized so I don't forget, especially paying bills. Sometimes I forget and then all of a sudden I wind up with late fees and that's not cool. So have a little section in there. Um, if you email me, Christopher at Christopher Roush, I'll be happy to send those to you. I'm sorry I don't have it in front of me right now. Poor planning, Christopher. Um, but anyways, you get the idea of what I'm trying to explain. Then I have another section that's called reminders and follow-up. So maybe I have to follow up with my doctor and, and find out something. I have to follow up or remind somebody about something. So I have follow-ups and reminders section. There's like five lines there also. Uh, another section that I have is super important, which is called unscheduled or interruptions. So as you're going through your day, I found that it's really important to track where I get interrupted or what is unscheduled so that I can do a better job of maybe training the people that are interrupting my time or better managing my time when I do get interruptions. So for example, I'll close my door if I definitely don't want to be interrupted or I'll partially close my door where people won't interrupt me. Or if I get constant interruptions, if it's a procedural thing, I'll just remind the person of the procedure so that I don't get continually interrupted. But it's great for tracking that because even if you pick up your phone and you find out you're picking up your phone too much, if that's an interruption and if that's destroying your concentration, it's destroying your focus, then you know one of the things that you need to do is to turn your phone off or put it in another room. 
I have another section for personal. So within my day, what are my personal tasks? Do I need to go to the pet store? Do I need to go to the bank? Do I need to go get dry cleaning? What is personal that I need to do and take care of for that day so I know that it's right there? Um, and then on the back side of the form, I actually do a daily recap and say, okay, what was positive about the day? How was my mood through the day? You know, did I stay organized? Did I stay on task? What things could I do better? So it's kind of like a recap. And then what you could do periodically is you could just go through those maybe at the end of the week and see how your week was and see where you need to tighten up. It's like, okay, wow, I had a lot of unscheduled interruptions or wow, you know, I forgot to put personal things on there. Maybe I need to make another checkbox for something that's a reoccurring situation. And that reminds me, as far as your calendar goes, that's a great way to keep things on there. So for example, I set up my gym time as a reoccurring appointment. So I know that every Tuesday and Thursday and Saturday, I have gym time. It's an hour slotted and it's yellow. So I can easily see that, okay, from five to six, I'm going to be going to the gym. And then from six, I'm going to be picking up Jackson and blah, blah, blah. So everything's just right there in detail. So reoccurring appointments really help. Um, they helped me for my pool cleaning. So every quarter I get my pool cleaned. I have it set up every quarter. It just pops up and says, Hey, Chris, call the pool guy, get your pool cleaned. Fantastic for remembering things. It's simple technology. It's easy to use. You can Google how to do it and it will save your life. It'll save you a lot of time, save you a lot of headache. You can set up reminders for refilling prescriptions. You can set it up for anything, but again, it takes it out of here and it puts it on the calendar. So it's all right there for you. Um, Another aspect of time management that I really use, and I can actually just show it to you right now, I do have this in front of me, is a timer. So I have a timer that sits right in front of me, and as part of my calendar, I'll set it up, okay, I've got 30 minutes to work on this project, I set the timer for 30 minutes, and I go to work, and when the bell rings, I know I'm done. And if I happen to be in a groove, and the next thing up is something personal, then I can just click and drag that personal thing to somewhere else on my calendar so that I know I can still get to do it, but maybe right now I'm in flow, and I wanna go ahead and just continue that flow of what I'm doing. So everything's easily movable, it's not written down on paper where you have to white it out or you have to erase it, it's all right there at your disposal to click and drag and just adjust your time as you need, how you're working on things. Something gets interrupted, hey, can I do something? Yeah, you just go in there and type it in, and then you know what your schedule's like, so you're on a path. Um, and with that, there's actually a, a cool thing that I did for a while. It didn't work for me, but it might work for you. It's called the Pomodoro method. And that essentially says that you work on something for 25 minutes, you take a five minute break. And after four cycles of that, you get a 15 minute break. So in those situations, you get a five minute break, go get your coffee, go to the bathroom, check Facebook for a second, whatever it is, and then get back to work. For me, that didn't work because, um, after 25 minutes, I did some studies and I found out that if you get interrupted or you take your mind off of something, it takes about 20 minutes to get your mind back into that groove. So I do things more of 45 to 50 minute chunks and then I have 10 minute break. So that like really gets me a good amount done and then I get a 10 minute break to go take a walk, go get some water, go talk to somebody, check Facebook, check the music news. And so it's like a little bit of a reward after committing myself to that particular time of focused energy on whatever it is that I'm working on. So that's really super cool. Sorry, my throat is really dry, so I'm just gonna take a drink here. All right, let's continue. Other tips that I implore, that I implore, <laughs> that I use. Yeah, sorry, I'm tired. Um, obviously a big thing is that when you're looking at your time and you're looking at what you're focusing on, eliminate anything that's not moving you closer to your goals. Now, if you're watching too much TV or if you're spending too much time on social media, spending too much time shopping, whatever it might be, you need to eliminate that or use that as a reward after you do something. So super, super important. Um, 
another aspect of time management and, and being productive and being successful is doing what you have to do versus what you want to do or what you need to do versus what you want to do. Oftentimes we want to sit there and prolong everything that we want to do and we would just want to have fun. But then what happens? We know in the back of our mind while we're having fun that after this, we're going to have to do something. And that goes in line with my next tip is eat the big frog first. And I don't mean actually eating a frog, but Brian Tracy wrote a book about eating the big frog. And essentially what that is, is if you have something on your plate that you know you have to tackle that you're not looking forward to, what do we most often do? We often put the big frog at the end. So we want to do all the easy stuff, all the simple stuff, all the stuff we want to do. But in the back of our mind, we always know that it's nagging back there. Oh my God, I got to eat that frog. Fuck, I got to eat that frog in a couple hours. Jeez, I got to eat that frog. Think about it differently. If you tackle that frog first, how are you going to feel? You're going to feel confident. You're going to be excited. You're going to have energy because you'll be like, okay, that thing's out of the way. Now I can really focus on the stuff that I want to do and that I really will move the needle closer. So I encourage you as much as uncomfortable it is and you don't want to do it. As soon as you get that done, you feel so much better. You feel really like you're excited about everything else. But when you leave that big frog later on, it's constantly in the back of your mind. So how effective are you on the stuff that you want to do or you need to do? If you still have that weighing in the back of your mind, just get it done and get it over with. You guys have heard me talk about Mel Robbins and the five second rule. Five, four, three, two, one, just do it. Get it done, get it over with, and then you're going to feel relief and you're going to be successful and accomplished. Um, as far as applications and technology, I've tried a bunch of them. I've tried to-do lists. I've tried different applications, but really I go back to Evernote. Evernote is my go-to. I can Evernote is uh, an application. It's on my iPad. It's on my phone. It's on my computer. I can log into anybody's computer and I can see all my tasks, all my blogs, anything I'm working on. It's really, really massively important. Like I can sit there and group projects into subheadings. Um, it really, really works well and it keeps me focused and there's a lot of features and benefits inside of that. But I just wanted to let you know, I use Evernote. I use Evernote for my blogs. I use Evernote for everything. Um, so it's really been super important for me to, um, to be successful. Uh, another aspect that I use, another piece of technology that I use, and it may work for you, it may not. Um, I do a lot of writing. So I use a digital voice recorder and I just talk into it while I'm sitting in traffic. And then I actually come home and I plug it into my computer and there's a software, you may be familiar with it, you may have heard about it, it's called Dragon Naturally Speaking. Now, if you're old like me, you know the Dragon Naturally Speaking once upon a time was a piece of shit. It didn't work very well, it didn't transcribe very well, but nowadays, voice recognition and transcription is so effective that like I think I have Dragon Naturally Speaking 11, I think they're up to like 15 or something, but the effectiveness of that is tremendous. So if I'm writing a blog or writing my book or even journaling, I just sit there and talk into it and I come home and I plug it in and I transcribe it and there it is in written form, all done. So it's just a matter of editing, formatting, and boom, everything's done. Another time management tip, big, huge, love it. Speaking of that, voice recognition, right? How many times, I mean, I use my phone all the time. I'll sit there and say, set reminder for tomorrow, set appointment for tomorrow, um, things of that nature. There's also Alexa, you know, using Alexa as a timer. Whoops. I just said it and she's going to probably say something. Um, super huge. I mean, just take advantage of all the technology that's around you. And if you're one of those people like, I don't want to learn it. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, you know, use it to your advantage. I mean, geez, you can use technology for so much these days. It's really incredible. Alexa, stop. Sorry about that. Uh, so using voice recognition is is really great way to keep you um, to keep you uh, organized and on time. Another tip, 
And this is a really big one as well. Get better sleep, but wake up a half hour earlier or go to bed a half hour later. I get so many people telling me, Chris, I don't have time. I don't know how you do it. You know, what do you do? At the very least, you incorporate my 1% rule, which you guys have heard me talk about. Get better, more effective sleep at just spend a half an hour every day doing something that's going to really, really grow you and move you towards your goal. Whether it's writing a book, whether it's reading something, whatever it might be, give yourself 30 minutes a day and commit to that. So get better sleep, but get up a half hour early and just commit to that when nobody else is awake. I know we want our beauty sleep and oh, I need my eight hours. It's all bullshit. You get effective sleep. You can actually, I've read so much about biohacking sleep. It's not even funny. Um, but just take that half hour because what is that half hour exponentially over time? The 1% rule is that compound interest. So that half hour every day, when you think about 365 days in a year, that actually amounts to 182 and a half hours, 182 hours in one year. Can you imagine what you would accomplish if you focus that when you focus on that, you could focus 182 hours. If you wrote a book, wrote a page every day, a half a page or a page every day for 365 days, you would have a book. We often think that we want to accomplish so much and we don't, we overestimate what we can get done, but just that simple tracking and that consistency, a half an hour every day, you will get to the goal that you need to get. Trust me, time goes by like that. You guys have heard me say that a dozen times. Um, so do that. Um, there's actually, and speaking of applications, if you're, if you're super tech savvy, I mean, you don't even really need to be super tech savvy. There is a great app out there. It's called IFTTT, IFTTT. That's basically if then, then that. So it's an easy way for like, if I go to my phone and I say, set a reminder, boom, that application in there links everything and actually shows up in my Evernote and it can link to all sorts of stuff. It's free. It's amazing. It's pretty simple to use. Really super effective. I F T T T get it. Um, let's see. Um, this is a no brainer, but remove distractions. If you know that your phone is a distraction, if you know that every time the bell goes off or you get a notification, turn off your notifications, turn your phone off, um, turn your phone over, leave your phone in another room, remove your distractions. If you get distracted a lot, close your door. If you get distracted a lot, go somewhere else and focus, go sit in your car with the air conditioner on and focus for that half hour. Remove your distractions because like I said before, you get distracted and it takes you about 20 to 25 minutes to get back on track and then you're fucked. And then sometimes you don't even want to get back on track because you're just like, oh, it's not even worth it. So remove the distractions. Tell your loved ones, tell people in the room. Everybody knows that when my office is closed here, do not interrupt me. Send me a text message if you need to, but once my office door is closed, that's my focus time. That's super important. You have to set up, you have to set up boundaries. Um, <clears throat> One thing that really is bad for me is email. I'm one of those people that the little thing pops up and I get the email and I want to answer it. But I have to tell you that when I shut down Outlook and I turn my email off, even for two hours, guess what? Either the problem's going to solve itself or it's still going to be there. I don't need to be that Johnny on the spot. Oh, here, let me answer your email. Cause then I'm constantly just putting out fires instead of actually building forests, if you will. Ooh, that's a new one. I'm not putting out fires. I'm building forests. Um, so yeah, make sure that you are, um, turning things off that distract you. Make sure you don't have them around you. Um, just a couple more for you. Um, preparation, do meal prep ahead of time, you know, make your meals ahead of time, make sure that they're just little microwave containers or whatever it is that you want to take your lunch in, do that ahead of time, pick out your outfits ahead of time and put them on a hanger so that every day you just take a shower, you know, your clothes are already, you just pull them off the hanger and you go. Cause sometimes you're like, I don't know if I want to wear this. I don't know if I want to wear this. Once it's already picked out for you again, time management, being effective, moving your closer to your goals. 
using your time more effectively, um, learning while exercising. If you're making a point to exercise at least two or three times a week and you're doing it for an hour and you're listening to some motivational content or an audible or book or YouTube, combine the stuff. You know, I listen to music generally when I work out, but if I'm doing, um, if I'm just doing like cardio, light cardio, I listen to an audible book. So that way, if I do it like consistently every, I mean, just you get through these things. I think you understand what I'm trying to say. So combine your efforts on what you're doing. If you're going to walk the dog, listen to a book, listen to a video, listen to a motivational tape, combine those things and you get further, you get stronger, you get more confidence, you get more momentum. I hope you see that's what we're doing here. Another one that most people kind of do and kind of don't do, but keep your space clean, organized spaced, not organized up here, right? So if you have a cluttered desk, it's going to be cluttered up here. My office used to be cluttered. I used to have a lot of trinkets and stuff like that. And it would just overwhelm my mind when I came in here. So I actually redecorated my office and I took a bunch of stuff out. Basically I took out everything and then I only brought in stuff as I needed it. So I could see what I truly needed versus the other shit that didn't even matter. My drawers, everything else. So I know that I feel confident when I turn around and open my drawer, there's not 7 billion things in there that I don't need when I'm looking for the one thing. So you need to have a nice, clean, organized space. And probably I'll do another podcast on that later on because I spent about a year researching clutter and why we hang on to things and organizational techniques. Uh, So I'll probably do another podcast on that. Um, So realistically, this is all for you. The real rule for success in all of this is spend more time doing stuff that moves you closer to your goals, right? Eliminate distractions, stay consistent, have a calendar system, and don't give up. Just keep working at it. Keep adjusting at it. If your daily worksheet doesn't work, adjust how it's formatted. And again, if you want to copy that daily worksheet, send me an email, Christopher at ChristopherRausch.com, R-A-U-S-C-H. Be happy to send it to you. You can modify it. It's an Excel, um, the program Excel. It's really super easy to modify. You print it off and there you have it, your consistent work schedule. And with that, another tip, I just remember this, is plan your day the day before. So when you're ready to shut up, shut down shop, got to be careful how you say that, shut down shop, make that list for the next day. So then you know, when, when you get up and you get to the office, wherever it might be, here's what you got planned. So you don't have to think about what was I doing yesterday? Oh yeah, I left this stuff, you know, finish up your things, set the day right. And then when you come in the morning, you can tackle things and you're not wasting an hour of your time getting ready. So all of these, I promise you will help you because they help me. This is exactly what I do each and every day all the time. And I stay productive. Is it perfect? No. Do my appointments sometimes get skewed? Sometimes I spend too much time on something and it gets all around. Yes. But I tell you what it is. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, Significantly more uh, effective than if I just like allowed it to chance, which most of us do. So take these tips, use them. Let me know what you think. Let me know if you have other tips that help that could help me. Christopher at ChristopherRoush.com. I love you guys. Peace out. See you next time.